Shoot Podcast. My name is Jeff Dowdle, and this is the final of our bonus episodes on the 1776 Report. Reverence for the laws. The principle of equality and consent mean that all are equal before the law. No one is above the law, and no one is privileged to ignore the law, just as no one is outside the law in terms of its protections. In the Lyceum Address, a young Abraham Lincoln warned of two results of a growing disregard for the rule of law. The first is mob rule, quote, whenever the vicious portion of our population shall be permitted to gather in bands of hundreds and thousands and burn churches, ravage and rob provision stores, throw printing presses into rivers, shoot editors, and hang and burn obnoxious persons at pleasure and with impunity and depend upon it, the government cannot last, unquote. But Lincoln also warned of those of great ambition who thirst for distinction, and although, quote, he would be as willing, perhaps more so, acquire it by doing harm, yet that opportunity being passed and nothing left to be done in the way of building up, he would set boldly to the task of pulling down, unquote. Whether of the left or of the right, both mob rule and tyrannical rule violate the rule of law because both are ruled by the base passions rather than the better angels of our nature. Both equally threaten our constitutional order. When crimes go unpunished or when good men do nothing, the lawless in spirit will become lawless in practice, leading to violence and demagoguery. Patriotic education must have its center a respect for the rule of law, including the Declaration and the Constitution, so that we have what John Adams called a government of laws and not of men. In the end, Lincoln's solution must be ours. Quote, let every American, every lover of liberty, every well-wisher to his posterity, blood of the revolution, never to violate in the least particular the laws of the and never to tolerate their violation by others. As the patriots of 76 did to, to the support of the Declaration of Independence, so to the support of the Constitution and laws, let every American pledge for his life his property, and his sacred honor. Let every man remember that to violate the law is to trample on the blood of his father and to tear the character of his own and his children's liberty. Let reverence for the laws be breathed by every American mother. To the lisping babe that prattles on her lap, let it be taught in schools, in seminaries, and in colleges. Let it be written in primers, spelling books, and in almanacs. Let it be preached from the pulpit, proclaimed in legislation halls, and enforced in courts of justice. Conclusion On the 150th anniversary of the signing of the Declaration of Independence, President Calvin Coolidge raised the immortal banner in his time. Quote, it is often asserted, he said, that the world has made a great deal of progress since 1776, and that we may therefore well discard their conclusions for something more modern. But that reasoning cannot be applied to this great charter. If all men are created equal, that is final. If they are endowed with inalienable rights, that is final. If governments derive their just powers from the consent of the governed, that is final. No advance, no progress can be made beyond these propositions. Americans' founding principles are true not because any generation, including our own, has lived them perfectly, but because they are based upon the eternal truths of the human condition. They are rooted in our capacity for evil and power for good, our longing and striving for justice, our need for order, and our love of freedom. Above all, 
These principles recognize the worth, equality, potential dignity, and glory of each and every man, woman, and child created in the image of God. Throughout our history, our heroes, men and women, young and old, black and white, of many faiths and from all parts of the world, have changed America for the better, not by abandoning these truths, but by appealing to them. Upon these universal ideals, they built a great nation, unified a strong people, and formed a beautiful way of life worth defending. To be an American means something noble and good. It means treasuring freedom and embracing the vitality of self-government. We are shaped by the beauty, bounty, and wilderness of our continent. We are united by the glory of our history, and we are distinguished by the American virtues of openness, honesty, optimism, determination, generosity, confidence, kindness, hard work, courage, and hope. Our principles do not create these virtues, but they laid the groundwork for them to grow and spread and forge America into the most just and glorious country in all of human history. As we approach the 250th anniversary of our independence, we must resolve to teach future generations of Americans an accurate history of our country. Learn and principles once again. We must, must renew the pride and gratitude we have for this incredible nation, and we are blessed to call home. When we appreciate America for what she truly is, we know that our declaration is worth preserving, our constitution worth defending, our fellow citizens worth loving, and our country worth fighting for. It is our task now to renew this commitment. So we proclaim in the words our forefathers used two and a half centuries ago, quote, for the support of this declaration with a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence, we mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. And that is the 1776 report. I encourage you to download it and read it and keep it and save it and share it with others. It is important that, as it says, that we teach our upcoming generations the truth about our American founding.